I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. So this is the Alton Our Stars podcast. That's the name of it. Billboard's alternative and rock music podcast. I'm cool. your host, Chris Payne, and I'm here today with Albert Hammond Jr. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Just so am I. Yeah. <laughs> just heard some new tracks off yeah, this new album, few. Momentary Masters. And today you're, you're Snapchatting for Lollapalooza. Just all around, just... <laughs> Doing a bunch of stuff, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Snapchat is just kind of—it's like my small version of a reality show. Hmm, that's a cool way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> right. It's like my mini—it's my mini me. Yeah. So, how many snaps have you done so far today? Well, Jamie's in control of it, but I'm pretty sure we did nine. Oh, eight. Or, oh my wait, God, wait, you, I can't yeah. read. <laughs> you know, nine is good though. Nine is my favorite number. So nine. Um, it also means no in German. Um, what's it called? Uh, I would would have had more, but I feel like there's we're not done. The day is young. It's what three o'clock. I woke up at six a.m. Man, I mm. wish you, I wish you would have been there at six a.m. Like the first shot in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat day. <laughs> I will break your legs later. <laughs> so is Snapchat a thing you normally do, or is this just like, oh, I guess I thought Snapchat was where you sent your penis to, but clearly you do other stuff on it now, <laughs> it's too. It's been known to have that reputation. <laughs> yeah. Amongst the social media brand, it has. It probably is the one that has that reputation the most. Well, I just that's because I thought it went away until they created an app that captures what goes away. It's perfect. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I, I don't uh, I don't use it. I have used it, but uh, I already used so many things, so many apps. I, I you know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I won't have any time in the day to do anything else. Just being on Snapchat all day, Instagram, Twitter, texting, email. So you've embraced social media platforms. Yeah, sometimes it's fun, and in little, and in you know, promoting myself or my music on my instagram or twitter it's been a lot of fun or chatting with fans and just trying to have witty comebacks is always Mm. fun comebacks to the fans well they just sometimes they write different funny things and so i like to 
pretend like I misread it or it's kind of like the I almost read it the way people who wrote airplane would read it mm. you know like uh what's the one don't line don't call me Shirley yeah yeah surely you can't be serious <laughs> I am serious and don't call me Shirley no but the one line he's like a hospital what is it it's the building where people <laughs> go when they're sick but that's right not important right now <laughs> that, that kind yeah. of stuff mm. you know so I feel like I just kind of read it like that and then they end up calling me dad and sassy sassy I'll never understand but dad is positive Mom yes. and dad are both positive. Is that is that a thing? Is yeah, dad yeah. Is, so it's positive when people are calling me dad. Yeah, it's uh, like... infuriates me. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a father. <laughs> yeah, we, we had this conversation in the office, and I was kind of... Because I'm, like, a little too old to really understand. It's, it's more like teen talk. So I kind of yeah. <laughs> had to learn it myself. But it's like, no, no. It's teens on Twitter, if they really look up to you and want to be like you, respect you, they'll be like, oh, dad. They'll just, like, with... They'll, like, post a picture of Beyonce and be like, mom. Wow, like that kind of that thing. You just you just made my day right there. Now Seems I feel like I, I can go I can go back and just understand my youthful fans. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Erase some of those tweets. <laughs> yeah, it's fun though. I mean, I I enjoy. I sometimes go on rants. It's, it's fun. I don't know. What was the last thing you ranted about? Oh, I usually just start responding, and then people will start trying to get me to respond mm-hmm. as my wife says and then i'll get upset when they write a certain thing and she'll be like no you can't respond to that that's what they're trying to get you to do and i'll just uh i don't know i just go into i don't know I, i've gone into atheist rants i've gone into which people love <laughs> <laughs> uh i've gone into i like i follow this popular science um twitter and I repost a lot of their stuff, and then people send me really interesting things that I didn't know, scientific things. Hmm. I like that. So you're very well I am. I am a father. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cook together, and occasionally I might iron a shirt or two. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. It's just I just. Whatever I think is funny in 140 characters, then I'll just try to put that out. Mm. I've had to edit myself sometimes because we all do you know it's part of life right yeah yeah <laughs> so no exclusive contract with snapchat you're all just all over non-discriminatory no no exclusive contract awesome. i mean no one they haven't called me or though i could imagine i feel like i'm looking at the team over here <laughs> someone's getting an email i got in trouble once for tweeting something from snl i remember ryan sent me it was like 45 seconds after i sent it he was like you have to take that down <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Is it safe to it was, say it now? Was, it, no, it was nothing bad. It was just a shot of the stage before we were going to play on it. But it was like uh, during rehearsals, and they don't allow that. Really? Yeah. But I just thought it was—it was the first time I've, I had felt the the yearning, youthful rebellion of like, "Fuck that! <laughs> Post whatever I want." You like know? I'm going to pretend I didn't hear <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I took it down. <laughs> Listen to the man, yeah. Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Yeah. You're the boss. The man took me down. He's powerful. <laughs> Can't argue with that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Powerful. So yeah, Snapchat. I'd like to play it again. So. Yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> I'll be like, I'll take it down. Yeah. <laughs> Can't really argue with that. No. So sorry, what were you saying, Snapchat? Yeah, so Snapchat goes back to Lollapalooza. You're you're basically starting off your tour for the new album. Oh in yeah, support of it there. Yeah, that's actually someone mentioned it to me today. That I didn't even realize. I guess because it was a n- newly added thing, I didn't even realize uh, that uh, that was the case. And then also, you didn't know you had a tour coming up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't. Oh, all these dates. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll cancel my plans. <laughs> Damn, I had so many movies I was going to see. No, and then we have, uh, I, I don't know what I can, I can't, no, okay. I don't know, you're, no? There's okay. a lot of expressions no. going on right <laughs> yeah. now. Across uh, yeah, and then it starts, I start rehearsing September 1st mm-hmm. to the 7th uh, for a long tour of the fall and winter. Long, mm-hmm. long tour. Yeah. I know with podcasts, radio, you can't really see expressions but we can talk about expressions yeah i mean i don't describe I, them as well as we can I think it's, it's like radio back but in I, the day. I still i still think it's nice even when you I, i'll listen to howard stern sometimes and you can tell something's happening in the inside but you can't see it and it's still like charming to mm-hmm. like try to imagine it yeah and like you can tell that there's other people in the studio who yeah. they're interacting with even if you can't really hear them yeah so there's that presence yeah, for sure we can feel your guys's presence we're all here. <laughs> so yeah, Lollapalooza. You've you've played that before with the Strokes, right? I have. We did that in like 2010, I think. We uh, headlined the the more rock stage, <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. It seems to be like a pop stage and a rock stage. I'm not. It's not like derogatory or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's just factual. Yeah, because I mean, it started off as obviously a very rock first fest. And I would say it's like a touring rock fest. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they've expanded internationally. No, I'm saying before. Oh, Harry yeah. Brady, he toured Lollapalooza was a touring, went around the country. Mm. I'm younger. I forget these things. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Hey, man, I was. I didn't go to it. I was. I just. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Back it was in, in the, the early '90s. Mm. Remember that? <laughs> Remember the early '90s? See, mm. Ryan, my, yeah. my manager went to it, and that's why I hired him. <laughs> he said I went to Lollapalooza. Fired and hired on the same day. (laughs) (laughs) You've got what I'm looking for. (laughs) You also got what I'm not looking for. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it's changed. It's definitely... It's amazing, though. I think it's the first festival in America that's in, um, in, like, the city. In the center of town. Right in the middle. It's like we had one in Central Park, for instance. Mm -hmm. It's not like... uh, I always thought that was what was so cool about it. You could just walk out of the park and you were just in Chicago. 
Yeah, stay in the hotel across the street from it and, and boom, you're right it. there. Like that's a, that's what the billboard people do. Oh, right. Yeah. I'd just have to get a balcony. I don't know if I would if I would leave the hotel. <laughs> I would just watch it watch it from across the street. Well, I'll, I'll I'll write about your set from the balcony and see. We'll see. <laughs> well, no, we ha- we have to get photos with like a one of those like CIA satellites so you can hear better from far away. But you know, you you have you're in your own comfort, so you can use the restroom. Everything really revolves around the bathroom, really, if you mm. think about it. Serious. <laughs> Travel. After all these years, yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I don't like being around cra- a lot of people. It's like, no, no, you're just worried about bathroom use because that's really the big fear. Mm. Can I pee when I want to? Mm. Is it clean enough to take a crap? <laughs> Does that ever happen on stage in the middle of a set? Do I have to pee? Yeah. It has. Have you ever left stage or is anyone in a band you've played no, with? No, usually... usually um, it all wants to evacuate before you go on stage. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> wants to stay in. It's just all, yeah, let, yeah. let me out, let me out. Um, but uh, yes, one time in Nashville, Strokes, early days, both Julian and Nick peed in the river. No, no. Was, you think? I don't think so. I think it was Julian and Nick. He's got a better memory, huh? Mm. Really? It was them? I disagree. But whatever, for sure it was Nick. The peeing in the river incident. (laughs) And like they wrote about it in the paper. I didn't realize it was maybe, it was frowned upon. Mm. (laughs) They wrote about it in the paper. Yeah, I read a review the next day, something about it. I I didn't think it was a big deal. I wasn't even, like the next day when I woke up, I wasn't thinking, oh, they they peed mid-set. And so when I, the whole story was about that. It was kind of like about us peeing mid-set. And And I didn't even pee. Huh. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like something they do on the internet now to just get like quick hits, like strokes leave mid- mid-sets at P. But that wasn't even the internet. That was a newspaper doing that. Yeah, probably no one. I mean, it was like a local paper you would get. like Trying to go viral. Going, yeah. Yeah, that was way before going, going viral meant you had a, a disease. <laughs> they went viral. Oh, no, what do you get? No, it's a good thing. It's never a good Yeah, so I want to. And talk then a about silence <laughs> filled the room. <laughs> I wanted to talk about the album too, in addition to peeing and <laughs> other things. So I was reading how you're saying. Trying to help you go viral here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's, it's what we're all striving for. Um, you you do social social media. You know what's up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't know how it works. So sometimes the things that are popular from what you do, you're like, huh, interesting. <laughs> You know, you never know. So sorry, go on. You wanted to talk about the record. The record. The record talk. Yeah. So in, in the grand scheme of things, from what I was reading up and listening to, it oh sounds boy. like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, I, I, th- I think you'll be fine with this. Okay, okay. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> sounds like <laughs> it's about a lot of themes of, you know, losing innocence and what you l- learn as a person from that, how your worldview okay. changes. And so, yeah, like... I'm sh- I'm sure a lot of that has to do with sobriety, but I'm sure there's more, a lot more to it, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that that's if anything, I feel like sometimes that gets honed in on just because um, I don't know. It's a big topic of change that people are interested in stuff like that coming from a you know dark place, or they're curious about the dark place, or curious about where it led you to. But it really was just um, I feel so far from that 
feel like such a different person. I don't really feel like I'm that person. So, I mean, this this record just came from a bunch of baby steps. Uh, it's baby steps I've taken over the, over the past couple of years to, I don't know, become a better songwriter, mm. you know, performer, kind of. My words are failing me. <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> um, no, I, I know. I, I had said that. I had said that uh, it all it, it all stems from a from being curious now. Mm. From that whatever innocence I had lost over time, I kind of gained in curiosity. Mm. And now I'm curious about many things. Yeah, and it's 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 not like it was even like that recent too that you went through all that. It was probably it was like five six years ago. So you know, yeah, five years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's always to the person going through it. It's always right there. You know, it's never. It could be a day. It could be twenty years, and it's always. You know, it's always uh, something that you can't really let go in the back of your mind because you're that little devil is always trying to fool you, mm-hmm. waiting for you to fuck up again. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's like any anything. Nothing goes up straight. You know, it goes up, comes down a little bit, goes up a little further. So time just gives you a little more perspective, and a little more, um, kind of good reference points of understanding that you can, things aren't permanent. Mm. Mm. We got so serious. Yeah, <laughs> we, it were, did get serious. we were laughing and. I think the last will come back, but we have to have a serious part. <laughs> no, in the no, middle. it's true, it's true. But it's, it seems like you filled up your life with a lot of different things. Like I was reading how you're you're really into scuba diving now. I yes, and yes, like I, fitness in general, right? Yeah, I mean, I I like uh, I like being active. I guess I I always was active as a kid, and in high school when I kind of got into different things or just realize I didn't want to be um or I realized what I didn't want to be uh I kind of got into I thought you know music and drugs would hold more of an answer and then you know that stuff got music did hold an answer but the drug part mm-hmm. got a little heavy but yeah I just uh I don't know I had time so I I, I went scuba diving and it just blew me away to be underwater like that I just felt at peace, very relaxing, and it just it was fun to see the world from you know ninety feet below and see wild animals right next to you and then got into motorcycles um and then, yeah, I just like uh I guess I'd spent so long being like weak and frail that I just liked exercising because it made me feel like mm-hmm. The one part of myself I could control was in control. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat. I mean, not mm-hmm. really, but I don't know. It's just, it's just change. It's just you did one thing for a while, and then you know you just got bored, and so then you tried something else. Yeah. Plus, like you feel as you get older. Like I'm 26 now, and I can feel like my metabolism is maybe starting to slow down a little bit. So it's like, oh, there you go. You see, I'm gotta 30, exercise more. 35. I definitely notice. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. It's, the rumors are true, huh? What? Of metabolism just slowing down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Damn it. <laughs> Everything slows down. I mean, I. I mean, it's good though. You can't do certain things, but you can do other things. Like what? Tell me what. <laughs> <laughs>
now you can't do anything. It's always better to be younger, but that only lasts so long. Mm -hmm. So where have you been scuba diving, and what what interesting things have you seen? Have you seen sharks? Have you swam I've with seen dolphins? Sharks. What have you done? I've swam with dolphins. Damn. I've seen eels. I've seen eels. All right, the third one. <laughs> Yeah. Sharks, dolphins, eels. and eels. Yeah. Or wait, were they more eels? Yeah. Okay, then that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also spotted, spotted eels. No, they were mm. nasty, intense. The eel is probably the ugliest fish I've ever seen. It looks so mean. That and a barracuda. They oh, just hang yeah. underneath the boat. They like to, three or four, like to hang under the boat and just sit there. And you have to do like a three-minute, 15 foot safety stop so you stay there for three minutes at 15 feet and you're just like watching them <laughs> look at you opening their mouth slowly it's really yeah they're really intense uh shark was actually really peaceful swam pretty close i actually have a photo way in the beginning of my uh instagram post from when i first went with actually the guy who produced my record so it does tie in because mm -hmm. and i we got our licenses together at turks and caicos and uh yeah we just a few reef sharks and uh, they were big enough. It was it was intense. You never really wanted to stare them straight in the eye. Like you felt like if you locked eyes, you kind of looked away. Like you mm. could feel they were they were in control. Mm. You could feel they're very powerful, powerful beings. Uh, the Mori eels always look like they're w just told a joke and they're waiting for you to get it. <laughs> they're like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that in an evil way yeah because <laughs> they, they don't mouth look open yeah. and they're like ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what i've heard about more eels on the internet oh that's pretty that's funny. the more eel joke <laughs> um yeah i don't know it's great it's great uh and then i went to belize i went to the blue hole which is a famous you can look it up on the internet you can see it's like a famous hole <laughs> okay <laughs> The most famous of all holes. Um, it's like it's like an underwater cave. Mm, no, it's a hole. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a hole. <laughs> Tried to jazz it up there. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a four hundred foot cylinder hole that uh, you obviously can't go all the way down. One hundred and thirty feet is your limit when you're an advanced diver. I went to like one hundred and fifty for like a minute or two because you have a watch. You don't want to go to. You don't want to break your decompression time. So. That sounds terrible. No, it was if amazing. You, no, I mean, if you broke a decompression... Oh, it just means... It's, it's not terrible. It's just, it's just so long. You have to, like... Then you'll have to... And you're worried about your air. They even leave extra tanks when you get to the top because of this. Because if you break it, then maybe at 70 feet, your watch will make you stay there for 15 minutes. So you're underwater for 15 minutes, you know, and then you have to go up and then maybe spend another 10 minutes at 20 feet. So you could run out of air. Mm -hmm. But you usually don't want to break it. It's not a good... It's not a good way to dive it's if you were trying to stay safe mm, yeah you know but that w that was an amazing place to go because you could jump off the ledge and you just felt like you were skydiving like flying down because it's just like a black hole that you can't really see until you start getting there and it starts coming clearer and clearer mm. it's pretty cool man i'd be terrified i was terrified <laughs> i'm terrified every time i go scuba diving <laughs> and every time i get on my motorcycle i get like butterflies in my stomach, and I get a rush. Mm. That's probably why I do it. <laughs> <laughs> so another hobby I wanted to talk about, maybe not as death-defying, designing ties and clothes. I almost probably got murdered on 7th Avenue. 
Uh, Ties are hot. People want them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good skit, actually. Like, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> different place, different time. Um, yeah, that was fun. I, f- a friend of mine, Elliot, kind of like entre- entrepreneur, Thai man, he had this idea, and we wanted to come up with a collection, and so we went shopping and looking for fabric, and we just haggled away in the fashion district trying to get fabric so oh wow so it was that (laughs) why (laughs) you started on that level like getting like like searching for fabrics and like finding the right things interesting i don't really know anything about designing clothes and what that entails well the when i made the suits they it started with um getting someone to come over and help help me because i can't draw that stuff you know what I, mean? I didn't go to school come on let's <laughs> let's be honest here um and so they would draw it and i would show them stuff and i'd be like no no no, less like that and then eventually they'd build models of those clothes and then they would fit it to me mm-hmm. and then uh and then ryan gosling was wearing it <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh no he was wearing it but that's what, what there film was, was that uh crazy stupid love i had nothing to do with that though i wish i could say that i I pitched it to him or something he like that. He found it on his own. That's yeah. still pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he found it on his own. Someone that does, that sounds even cooler. Found it on their own. <laughs> someone close to someone who might never have met him found it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to him. No, um, yeah, it was fun. I don't know. I just, I've, my mom, I asked her recently, has told me that I've dressed myself since nursery school. That I would do stuff like, uh, She'd be like, you're probably going to be cold in that outfit. And I'd be like, I d- it just it's right. <laughs> so, I mean, I probably made many mistakes and looked like a fool many times, but it was definitely, I enjoyed doing it. So maybe it just when I had the opportunity, it seemed fun to basically get fitted clothes for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... I remember, like, way back with the Strokes, people always talked about your guys, your fashion, and, like, how you dress. But as far as I know, you guys weren't designing things yourselves back then. No. Oh, God, no. (laughs) But you're still wearing, like, the the red chocks, so it's still, like, a holdover from something you... Those are maroon. Burgundy. It's a a shade of red. I mean, sure. I mean... Everything's a shade of something. (laughs) But that's, I mean, that's not red. That's no, no, red over no. there. You're right. No, you're right. And no. <laughs> um, but I've no, yeah, I mean, I still wear chucks. Someone wrote that too. Someone was like, oh, it makes you so happy. He's 35 and still wearing chucks. And I was like, what? Mm, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what that is. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you care about shades, though. And also, I've been called colorblind before. Oh, really? I have been. I don't. I, mean, I don't yeah, think I, I am. Care, I care about. I care about the details. Yeah, I feel like the details are kind of what make the difference. Of what makes things uniquely you. We all kind of do the same thing, but in the details is what changes it. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it a little different. Mm-hmm. So, do you th- do you think you pay much more attention to what you wear now than say like back in the day, early days with the Strokes? Do I pay more attention now? Yeah. Uh, no, I've, I'm I'm not a great shopper. I really, I'm not a fan. It's kind of like homework. Really? You go. I get huh. clothes like more like I'm walking and I'll see something. I'll be like, all right, cool, get that. And then, mm-hmm. but if I have to go buy something, it's really, it's a bit of a drag. So you don't plan out for things. Mm, I mean, sometimes if you maybe if you're like, 
it just kind of happens naturally but if you're wearing you put something on you're like oh i'd like to this be cool on stage or whatever or, but the same way when i was younger it's just maybe basically when you saw me in early strokes is all stuff i got when i was like 18 <laughs> mm-hmm. and then i kept that till i was like 25 <laughs> Uh, I had the same clothes, and then like you got you buy some new things, and so it just comes in like little waves, and then you just kind of change stuff around. I don't, um, like I don't spend all day thinking about what uh, what I, what I'm gonna wear. Well, that probably would you know? be bad. If I you definitely, spend all day I definitely will could put something on and be like, oh, I don't feel comfortable in this. Mm. But I, I usually go with more what I feel comfortable in. Yeah. Those are really good words of wisdom. I mean, we're we're, in a way, dressed very similar. We both have we're polo both shirts. Polo on. shirts on. We're both wearing pants. Mm. <laughs> and we both have shoes on. We do both have shoes on. No, but I mean, it is, it is similar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Ah. Watches. Both have watches. I like what I'm seeing here. Yeah. <laughs> Doing something right. No. no. <laughs> Even though, even though I don't know colors, <laughs> for the record, your shoes are under the table, so there's shadows. So it was hard to. For tell. the record, you know, I just for did an inter- interview earlier today, where someone was on the computer next to me. It was like in a sound booth, and she was typing, and the whole time I kept on looking over. And I was like, and then halfway through, I was like, "Are you like typing out shorthand the interview?" And then I felt like an idiot because, of course, she's not typing out the <laughs> interview shorthand. It's like a stenographer in a yeah. courtroom. It's like, uh, read that back to me, please. Um, <laughs> it's a very serious sh- yeah, interview. Yeah. That, that'd be pretty funny. A very serious interview. Mm. And you've got your laces wrapped around your ankles. What kind of asshole are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. I, I don't know if I've ever seen someone do that before. They're just they're too long, man. Oh, okay. That's why. They just, they're, not around my, they're just around the shoe, but they go up. You know, I would wrap them around. I have, I've done a lot of things. One time when I was really fucked up, I was just tired of doing stuff, so I just put tape around my waist and tape around my shoes, <laughs> so that they would stay, so they would stay um, in place. Mm-hmm. Huh. That made more sense when tape, I was doing it. Tape around your waist, also. Yeah, because like I didn't want to wear. I couldn't find. A, I don't know. I was. I was a high, belt. Man. You couldn't find a belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was I went for the closing of my apartment. Oh my god, what a mess. I wish I had it on video and we could just watch it like a replay. You ever see Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks? No. Damn it. So good. Really funny. Well he has he's in Purga is it Purgatory where it's like in the middle? Yeah. He's in Purgatory and he has to convince oh, I don't know, I'm not whatever stories. Um he has to convince people to that he, he's worthy of going to heaven and they see stories of when he was younger and throughout his whole life like you know times in his life and i just i wish i had that right now to, to play not his stories but mm-hmm. my stories to play you to convince me you should go <laughs> that's to heaven. it that's <laughs> what i wanted to say no not to convince you that i should go to heaven <laughs> heaven just sounds if that was heaven just sounds like a terrible place if it was real just just like a weird mm. depressing place where you're just waiting for loved ones to come. <laughs> yeah. Maybe like they're pets. down there. Pets too. And pets. Just so many pets. <laughs> and you have to meet pets you never really loved. <laughs> mm. Like, I didn't really love you. You didn't love all your pets? 
Uh, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I'm saying I had a cat for nine months that died of spinal cancer. That no, I don't think I had any time to love mm. it. Personally, I had to put it to sleep. Mm. <laughs> That's. I was gonna say that this interview has been going in many good <laughs> peaks and valleys. <laughs> From from like joking around to very serious life things, we should think of one more not serious thing to end it on. I feel so bad because I also realized that uh, I had another cat when I was younger that Ryan had for a little bit, and now actually lives with Alex. Okay, I do love Nigel. I don't I don't want to see him like that, but it was just <laughs> that was funny. Sorry. Um, you want to talk about something else? I think ending it with with um that cat is a good way to that, that's it. That's the happy note to end on. He just had all of his teeth pulled. Oh no. No, no, but supposedly he's very happy. I spoke to him. Is he eating like mushy special cat treats that he can just kind of gum? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's eating hard frozen food. His gums bleed. <laughs> But the vet says that he gets a lot of uh, hydration from that. <laughs> oh, someone pops some champagne over there. See, <laughs> I walk through Billboard, super quiet. We come in here and do an interview. It's like a party going on. I feel oh, yeah. like uh, Ace Ventura, too, when he gets kicked out of the out of the monk's place. You know, and they're like, "No, please go." <laughs> Denial is. What does he say? Oh, that's so funny. Denial is a serious thing. No. Man, I could quote the first one right there with you, but oh, I man, I'm I love, a blank. I actually, my wife can't believe it when I, there's so many movies that I can just quote. Like, they'll be on and I'll just be, she'll be watching it for the first time. She's Polish. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, they just, you know. <laughs> I don't have, not, well, from being from a different country. Yeah, I just, and also, you know, not communism American, ended when yeah. she was nine years old. So it's not like, they didn't, you know, Ace Ventura probably came. <laughs> But whatever, it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. They didn't grow up. They grew up different. Um, and so she'll, <laughs> she'll watch these movies. Like I made her – she actually watched Tommy Boy Alone because I referenced, I referenced it so much that she just felt left out. So one day she came up mm. and she was like, I saw Tommy Boy. And she was like, Richard, hold me. And it, that's not the line. It's, Richard, <laughs> what's happening? He goes, Richard, What's <laughs> happening? And she said, hold me. And I was like, if only you would turn that quote into, like, you know, she just wanted to be held. <laughs> it's like, oh, well. I ignore her sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, babe. I'm kidding. I don't ignore <laughs> She just wants a lot of hugs. It's mm. up with that, right? Hugs. You guys have a cat? <laughs> yes, we you, we bought okay, another cat. Okay, a replacement cat. <laughs> no, no, I don't. All have is it. well. Actually, I had two dogs <laughs> that my parents now take care of. <laughs> 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 I should not have children. <laughs> They'll be like, uh, <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> you want my baby? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we brought it back to happiness. I think that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Cool. Whatever whatever floats your boat, man. There we go. That's <laughs> it. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for stopping by, Albert. No, thanks for having me. I know it's been a busy day of Snapchatting and whatnot and these these serious interviews. So No, no, this is great, man. Yeah. Air condition. I think it's a little too cold in here, to be honest. You've been outside, but it's really say, it's you've cold. Been, you've been here. 
I could see that. I could see being here for another hour and be like, all right, just give me some. Because it just sits on the, the yeah. first layer of skin and just feels. It's like when you're on a plane. Who was I talking that to? Was I talking to you guys about that today? I was like, even on these hot days, you have to. Let me finish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> even on these hot. I thought she was cutting. I was just making a joke. Sorry. Sorry. On these hot days, you still bring a sweater with me on the plane. Because mm, it's just that recycled air inside the plane that gets. I don't know. They make it super cold, man. They make it super cold. But you were ending it, and I was continuing it. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> well, that put down the mic. <laughs> that concludes another <laughs> Another episode of the Alton Our Stars podcast. You can subscribe to the Alton Our Stars podcast by clicking the iTunes link towards the bottom of the story. There you can also check out some archived interviews, lots of fun stuff there. And we'll be back uh, next Friday with another episode. So have a good weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>